This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast. I've been away for a few weeks, but I am back. The NFL playoffs are here, and so is a brand new episode of this podcast, which is brought to you by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Go to their website, latourain.com, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. And then when you're ready to make your purchase, make sure you use my promo code at checkout. It's easy, three capital letters, A-H-S. That will get you 10% off your entire order at LaTourain.com. This episode is also brought to you by Pick'em Wars. Free-to-play sports pick'em contests. Real cash prizes. Easy to use, easy to play. All the contests are free. You pick all the winners. If you have the best score that week, they pay you out in real cash. So go to Pick'emWars.com today for your chance to win. We also have TeamClicks.com. C-L-I-X. They have sports team branded sunglasses and blue light blockers. Look, I podcast and write sports articles for a living. SportsKita.com is where I write full-time. I write part-time for other websites as well. So I am always either staring at a computer screen or my phone or one of my devices. My eyes used to get very fatigued from staring at the screen all day long. My eyes would dry out. It would give me headaches, but not anymore since I started using the blue light blockers from Team Clicks. If you've never tried blue light blockers, you really should give them a shot. They were a game changer for me. They really have changed everything. I wear them literally every day. So if you're interested in giving those a shot or their sunglasses, again, they're team branded. All the major sports, all the teams you can think of, really cool, unique designs. Just make sure you go check them out at Team Clicks, T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X.com. And then use my promo code at checkout. It's all capital letters, Adam Hulse Sports. That will get you your best prices and deals at TeamClicks.com. That same promo code, all capital letters, Adam Hulse Sports, will also work on Fanatics.com. Fanatics has team branded literally anything you can think of. Clothes, blankets, jerseys, accessories, literally everything that you can think that you'd want your team logo on. Fanatics has it. Fanatics.com, Adam Hulse Sports, all capital letters, will get you all of your best prices and deals on Fanatics.com. Okay, I want to just take a second to thank everybody who's been coming out every week to support on the Rave on Sports app. It's a brand new concept this year. We watch the games live. We battle chat with other teams. We follow all of the action. We comment, follow along. I host all of the Cowboys games on there. It's been a lot of fun for everybody who's come out and joined. We've had a blast on there. If you haven't checked it out yet, now's a perfect time with the NFL playoffs here. I will be hosting again on Sunday. Day 4:30 Eastern for the Cowboys game against the 49ers. So download their app and check it out. Join me there. Rave on sports. Free to join and a lot of fun. Make sure you check them out. And okay, just one more thing I want to say before I get into this episode of the podcast. If you're someone who wants to become a sports writer, if you want to write about your favorite team, if you want to write about any of the leagues, if you're looking to get in the door with sports writing, I have an opportunity out there with Border Fuel Sports. 
Sports.com. They are hiring for all positions right now. Everything from ground level writers, no experience needed. If you have experience, that's even better. They're looking for content managers, social media managers, editors. They're expanding their team. They're a fast growing sports media company. If that's something that interests you, fill out an application at borderfuelsports.com and in the referral line, use my name, Adam Hulse, so that they know I sent you. Okay, and with all of that being said, let's now get into this episode of the podcast. The NFL regular season has concluded. The NFL playoffs are here. I am going to be giving you my picks for the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. My picks like I usually do in every episode. As I said before, I've been away for a few weeks. I haven't had an episode in a little while. There's actually five weeks worth of picks that I did not get on the podcast, but all of those were announced and listed on my Twitter page at Adam Hulse Sports. Hopefully you were following me there so you were able to follow along with all my picks. I also have all my updates about the podcast on there. All those promotions that I read at the beginning of the episode are all listed on my Twitter page as well. The top tweet, the pinned tweet on my page in the comment section has direct links to all of those promos that I just announced. All in one place, easy for you. So make sure you go follow me on at Adam Hulse Sports on Twitter. Now usually at this time I would review all of my picks from the previous week. I'm going to run through each week really quick but I'm not going to give every individual pick. That would just take too long and going back five weeks is kind of irrelevant at this point anyway. But I just want to get caught up on what my actual record is right now. I started week 14 with a 33 and 37 record. I went 2 and 2 that week to move to 35 and 39. I had a big week in week 15. I went 5 and one on my six picks. That was a huge week for me. So after that week, I got caught back up to an even 40 and 40 overall. In week 16, I had five picks. I went three and two to move to 43 and 42. Week 17, I had four picks in week 17. Went two and two, even week there, which moved me to 45 and 44 entering week 18. With week 18 being the most recent week, I will rattle off my picks from that week. I had four picks. I picked the Steelers plus four and a half over the Ravens. They won straight up. I picked the Seahawks plus six and a half over the Cardinals. They won straight up. I had the Cowboys and Eagles game over 43 and a half. The Cowboys covered that total by themselves with how many points they put up. So that was three wins there. And then my loss, I had a player prop. I took Taysom Hill to have over 50 and a half rushing yards. He got injured early in the game, did not reach that total. So that was my loss. Went three and one in week 18 to move my regular season record to 48 and 45. I will definitely take that three games above 500 anything above 500 I'm happy with we're going to build on that record in the playoffs I will have picks in each round of the playoffs hopefully get that record even better starting with this week NFL wildcard weekend there are six games on the slate this weekend I will be making plays on three out of those six games so I'm going to start with the other three games and just say something really quick about them the three games that I'm not playing this week first we have the Bucks against the Eagles that's one of the big point spreads 
spreads this week. I do think that the Bucks are going to win this game at home. I think they're going to find a way. I'm not so sure about that big point spread, though. It wouldn't surprise me if Philly covered the spread and kept it relatively close with the way that they're able to run the ball. Not going to be easy against the Bucks' top-ranked rushing defense, but I think the game might be a little bit closer than most expect it to be, even though I do think the Bucks will come out on top. Interesting to statistic about the Eagles this year. They went 9-1 and against teams with a losing record and 0-7 against teams with a winning record. Interesting little trend there for the Eagles. They haven't beaten a winning team all year. I don't expect their first winning team beaten this year to be in Tampa Bay against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I think the game might be a little bit of an ugly game, little messy game, maybe closer than expected, but I do expect the Bucs to win. The other big point spread this week is the Chiefs at home against the Steelers. The Steelers snuck their way, found their way into the playoffs with a big win in Week 18 over the Ravens. They got some help from the Jaguars beating the Colts, but nevertheless, Ben Roethlisberger will get one more playoff run. He's going to need to have a big game. He's going to have to have some magic. He definitely cannot turn the ball over. He has to have one of his best games of the season, probably his very best game of the season if he wants to compete with the Chiefs in this one. Look, to me, the only way that the Steelers really have a chance to win besides Ben not turning the ball over is TJ Watt has to have a big game. The Steelers defense has to have a big game. They got to force at least two turnovers against Patrick Mahomes. If they can do that, they have a shot. Even if they do that, they're still probably not going to win this game. I do expect the Chiefs to win. I am very curious to see if Roethlisberger can have one more magical performance, but unfortunately the Chiefs have been so good this year and the Steelers have been so shaky that even if Ben has an excellent game, I still don't really see how the Steelers are going to win this one. But again, if they are going to have a chance, Ben can't turn it over. Their defense has to force a couple turnovers, and I think we also have to see a big day from Najee Harris. But all of that being said, I do expect the Chiefs to get it done at home. The third game that I'm not making a play on is an interesting one, and that's the Monday night football game, and that is the Cardinals going to LA to play the Rams. Both of these teams kind of stumbling into the playoffs a little bit. Arizona has lost four of their last five games. The Rams, they haven't lost as many games, but they have not looked good down this last stretch of the season. Matthew Stafford is turning the ball over. They can't really get things clicking on offense at all. Luckily for them, they've still been able to sneak out a couple of wins in games that they played badly in, such as the Vikings game and the Ravens game. They very well could have lost both of those games with how terrible they played. They did win those games, so maybe that's why this Rams slump ish isn't being talked about as much, but they really haven't looked good over this last stretch. Just to their credit, they've still found ways to sneak out a couple victories. Cardinals, Rams, both looking kind of sloppy coming into the playoffs. I really could see this game going either way. Either team winning wouldn't surprise me. I actually slightly lean towards the Cardinals a little bit just because of Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray has potential to have a spectacular performance more so than Matthew Stafford does, just in my opinion. The biggest problem for the Cardinals lately has been their red zone offense. They're just not converting when they're getting close to the end zone. In the beginning of the year, they were the best team in football because they were scoring every time they got close. Now they're not. If they can clean that up a little bit, I think that the Cardinals can win this game. But like I said, either way wouldn't surprise me. If I had to make a play on it, I would take the Cardinals with the points. But I am going to pass and not play on that one. Okay, so those are the three games that I'm not making a play on. Now let's get into those three games that I am making 
making a play on. And I will start on Saturday with the first game of the playoffs this year. That is the Raiders against the Bengals. The Raiders barely snuck their way into the playoffs. They had that wild game, overtime game against the Chargers on that last game of the regular season. It was that weird situation where if the game ended in a tie, both teams would have gotten in the playoffs and the Steelers would have been the team left out. The game went all the way through overtime, still tied until the Raiders kicked a last second field goal to punch their own ticket and eliminate the Chargers, which is what got the Steelers into the playoffs. It's been a very weird year for this Raiders team. They've looked really bad at times. Somehow they found their way into the playoffs. They have some weeks where they look really good. Derek Carr has had multiple weeks where he's thrown over 400 yards. He had been missing Darren Waller for a while with Waller's injury. He came back. He didn't quite look healthy, but he will look to get healthy in this game against the Bengals, which the Bengals were one of the bigger surprises this year. I think a lot of people thought that they had potential, but it might take a little while for it to all click. They were one of the very best teams in the conference this season. They found their way into the three seed. They looked very good down the stretch. Joe Burrow had a spectacular year. Obviously, the rookie Jamar Chase was phenomenal. Joe Mixon at running back had the best season of his career the offense really working for the Bengals this is an interesting matchup because it seems like everybody really likes the Bengals in this one because of the flashiness of that offense with Burrow Chase Mixon T Higgins and rightfully so they can score a lot of points but for me like the biggest matchup here and the biggest advantage that the Raiders have is their defensive line their defensive line is phenomenal with Max Crosby Yannick Ngakwe and the one big weakness of the Bengals team is is their offensive line. They do not block very well. Burrow gets under pressure a lot. He gets hit a lot. And I think his day is going to be absolutely miserable with Max Crosby and Ngakwe and that defensive line of the Raiders chasing after him. I think they're going to have a lot of success pressuring the quarterback. I think they're going to get sacks. I think they're going to get pressures. Maybe they can force a fumble or force some bad decisions by Burrow. I think it's going to be a tough game for Burrow against that defensive line of the Raiders because that Bengals offensive line, I think, is really going to struggle to block them. Because of that, I actually think that the Raiders are going to pull the upset in this one. They've won ugly a lot of times this year. I think that they can win ugly again. I think their defensive line can create enough issues to have a frustrating day for the Bengals offense. And then I think Derek Carr can do enough. I'm interested to see Derek Carr in a playoff game. He's weird. He's up and down. He has some really bad games. He has some really good games. I'm interested to see what he can bring to this playoff atmosphere. But again, the defensive line of the Raiders is what makes me like them in this game. I think they have a huge advantage over over the blocking schemes of the Bengals. So I do think that the Raiders can pull the upset in this one. I am picking them to win. But as for the betting play that I'm making, I will definitely take the points. Right now it sits at six. So that is my first play of wildcard weekend. Give me the Raiders plus six over the Bengals. Okay, so game number two is the game that will follow that Saturday night primetime. The Buffalo Bills hosting the New England Patriots. Rubber match, right? They played each other twice. Twice this year, Patriots won the first game, Bills won the second game. Both games looked drastically different in the styles that they were played in, played out very differently each time. Look, the Bills are at home, and I just think that the Bills are a much better team top to bottom than the Patriots. I think that 
they have the advantage in most areas. Biggest area being at quarterback, of course, and as well as just the offensive weapons in general. The Patriots are going to try to run the ball. That's what the Patriots do. That's how they've had their success this year. Run the ball, play defense. The Bills rushing defense is going to have to step up in this one. They're going to have to slow down the rushing attack of the Patriots. And I think what the Bills need to do is score some points early, which I definitely think they're capable of doing. I expect Josh Allen to be on his A game like he's going to have to be. And they're going to have to put the game for the Patriots in Mac Jones's hands. He has not shown this season. He hasn't really had to, but he hasn't shown this year that if he gets down early and the game has to be a passing type game, can Mac Jones really take a game over and really compete and go head to head with a guy like Josh Allen? I don't think he's really capable of doing that yet. I know that the Patriots defense and running game is going to keep them in this game. That's what they've done all year. I don't expect it to be any different. I don't think that the Bills are going to blow out the Patriots, but they're the better team. They have the better quarterback. The defenses are pretty much equal. They both have very good defenses. The Bills have better wide receivers, better tight ends. And as for running back, I mean, Devin Singletary has been phenomenal down this last stretch of the season. The Bills rushing game was pretty good early in the year, and then they kind of got away from it for a while. But over these last like four or five or six weeks, the Bills have been one of the best rushing teams in the NFL with Josh Allen running it from the quarterback position, of course, and then Devin Singletary has really stepped up. I think if Allen and Singletary can both play well in this game, I think the Bills are going to win comfortably. Definitely not going to be a blowout, but I do expect the Bills, when it's all said and done, to take care of business at home. So that is play number two for me this week. The line sits at four right now. Give me the Bills minus four at home against the Patriots. Okay, the final game for this week is the game that I will be hosting on the Ravon Sports app, so make sure you come out and follow me there. Download the Ravon Sports app. I will be hosting the Dallas Cowboys game as they take on the 49ers. Now, this is a really interesting matchup. Sunday, 4.30 in Dallas. The Cowboys as a whole this year have looked very good. They've been pretty solid all year long. They've been great against the NFC in general. They actually had the best conference record in the entire NFC. And look, like I don't know why everybody's talking about some kind of slump that Dak Prescott is on. To me, he's not in a slump at all. Over his last three games, he's thrown 12 touchdowns and zero interceptions. So if you call that a slump, I don't know what to say, but Dak Prescott looks just fine to me. And this is a pretty favorable matchup for Dak Prescott and the passing attack. The weakness of the 49ers is their secondary. They do not cover great, and the Cowboys obviously have a lot of weapons with Cooper, with Lamb, with Schultz, with, you know, Zeke and Pollard out of the backfield too, of course. But the passing coverage defense of the 49ers kind of is their weakness as long as you can operate and avoid their great pass rushing and in particular Nick Bosa, who's one of the very best in the league. That's going to be a matchup to watch if the Cowboys can definitely block up Bosa and avoid getting pressured too often from the Niners. That is kind of the backbone of the Niners defense. They pressure the quarterback. When the pressure gets home and it's working against an offensive line, their defense can play well. When the pressure isn't getting home, that is when their defensive backs can get exposed because their secondary is not very good. They're going to have their hands full with a very good Cowboys passing attack with weapons all across the board. I expect the Cowboys to score a lot of points in this favorable matchup against that San Francisco secondary. 
played. And then when you look at the other way, the 49ers offense has kind of been up and down all year. They have weapons, in particular Debo Samuel and George Kittle. When they have their big days, Debo in particular has been phenomenal this season with everything he's done in the passing game and the rushing game. They've been using him as a running back. He's been successful in doing so. And then he's a big play wide receiver. He averages the most yards per reception in the entire NFL. And a lot of that is run after the catch. So that's what the Niners offense kind of tries to do. They get the ball in the hands of Debo, in the hands of Kittle. And then when you think of a Kyle Shanahan offense, of course, they're going to try to run the ball. That's kind of the bread and butter of the Kyle Shanahan system. Those stretch zone blocking type running plays. And then when that's working, they work off the play action. And that's kind of how the offense operates. The Cowboys rushing defense is going to have to step up in this one. To me, that's kind of the key of shutting down the Niners offense. If you can make them one dimensional, if you can really slow down that rushing game and just put the ball in Garoppolo's hands and make him throw it, that is not when the Niners are at their best. So I want to see a combination of the Cowboys rushing defense stepping up big and Dak Prescott to have a big game and put points on the board and put the 49ers in situations where they have to be one dimensional and start passing it. And that I think is a bad, bad combination for the 49ers. And that's going to be the Cowboys advantage in this one. So I expect a big game from Dak Prescott. I think he's going to have success against that 49ers secondary as long as the offensive line can hold up and Dak isn't under pressure every play. I do trust the Cowboys offensive line. It's one of the better offensive lines in football. They're going to have to have a big game, but when it's all said and done, I do think that the Cowboys at home are going to get it done. They have had an excellent year. I think that they will keep it going against the 49ers, so that is my final play this week. Cowboys at home, minus three against the 49ers. Those are my three plays this week. Just to give them to you one more time, I have the Raiders plus six, the Bills minus four, and the Cowboys minus three. Those are my three plays for wild card weekends. I also would just like to say that before this season started, my preseason Super Bowl pick was Cowboys over Bills. That prediction is still alive. Both teams are in the playoffs. I expect both teams to win this week and keep it rolling and keep my Super Bowl prediction alive. So Cowboys over Bills, I'm sticking with that prediction for now. And with that being said, that is all I have for this episode of the podcast, which is brought to you by La Touraine, Pick'em Wars, Team Clicks, Fanatics, Rave On Sports, and Border Fuel Sports. All of those direct links, all of those promos I gave at the beginning of the episode, you can find them on my Twitter page, at Adam Hulse Sports. The pinned tweet at the top of my Twitter page has my most recent episode of the podcast. Direct link for that. And then in the comment section, direct links for all of those promos that I gave out during the show. So make sure you check that all out on my Twitter page and follow me there at Adam Hulse Sports. Follow me there. Join me on the Rave On Sports app on Sunday, 4.30 Eastern for the Cowboys game. I hope you come back next week and join me for another episode of the podcast. But until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.